I understand her because if I was in her shoes, laying in bed, I'm hearing somebody talking about political stuff when I'm trying to sleep and count disease and shit. I'll probably be fucking pissed off too. So the cause it helps out. <laughs> Yo, if if um they host house parties, I'm pretty sure you guys are the type that instead of having like a happy birthday banner or whatever type of banner to celebrate the occasion, you guys are gonna have a banner that says please leave by nine PM. <laughs> Oh, fuck out. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I used to be like that before where I would tell people. Like, I love having people over, right? I have no problem with that. But, you know, sometimes some people don't know how to get out. <laughs> so how do you tell people who don't? Like, I have this one friend of mine. He's awesome. Love the guy. Very genuine, dude. Uh, but, man, he, he really stuck stuck around. So the party would end, like, 12 o'clock. He's there still talking to me, talking to me, and I'm talking. I'm like, I don't want to be rude, bro. Uh, you got to leave me. <laughs> He looks at me, he's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, you know, I got to tell you about this. I'm like, bro, you got to, you know, I'm about to grab you and kick you out. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, <laughs> dude, was, he's awesome, bro. Like, yo, get the fuck that out. I love so funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. It, it's, yeah. When you become when you become a parent, I don't know if it's just a parent. I feel like I hit 30, now I'm with two children. And it's like, yo, for me, you know, bedtime is just early. Right now, I feel like my whole body is just like, sleep man go to sleep bro go to sleep and i'm just like no, i got stuff to me. but either way we're here i'm in a new space we're gonna deck the space out and i got my black guns matter shirt yeah i love i love that sweater or shirt that you have on i saw it earlier today it's yeah. pretty great Dude, I, I think it's a movement no i i think yeah. it's like some guy yeah so this guy he's not part of that movement he, the one that was selling the hoodie he was just selling yeah the, yeah, this guy in particular was just selling like merch and stuff. I saw it there and I saw him doing his thing, you know, amongst everybody else there. Uh, for those who don't know, it was a gun show at, in Bucks County. And, um, you know, I was like, let me support Buddy there because I've wanted one of the hoodies anyway. And dude, you know, dude is putting the word out. So why not support him, right? So I went and bought the hoodie and I've been wearing it all day, even though it's been kind of warm over here, you know? So yeah, I dig it. He has some other cool stuff too. But there's Taj. You know what I like about Taj? What? I want to buy this one shirt in particular. Uh, what is it? Being a bitch is un-American. That's the one I want. Oh, I love that. I would, that I would wear something like that. Yeah, go to the website. They have it. Being a bitch is not is un-American. Yeah, that shit is hilarious. Being you, have some good stuff <laughs> you have some good stuff on there, man. I love it. I need to start first. <laughs> oh, so. my God. I would so rock that shirt. No, bro. <laughs> You know what? It's crazy because I'm like, man, if I rock that shirt, it'll be a major win because you know how many people are going to come at me with the whole, that's toxic masculinity. Man, fuck your toxic masculinity. I don't want to wear this shirt anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I don't care. You know, I met some good people, man. I met some good people today. I'm excited about it. Yeah, you know? man. Talk to me about that. I know that you were trying to get involved with the Doug Mastriano campaign, so I'm just curious yeah. to see what you got done. I do want you... um to talk a little bit about the guy that you were in the picture with that was building the southern border. I really yeah, want okay. I, I really want to talk about that and see yeah. what he told you. No doubt. No doubt. So today so okay. So I met this guy a while back when I went to vote earlier this year. Um his name is Ronnie. Okay. He's brown like me. Uh but he's from Dubai, right? And it's funny because like me and him clicked very well because when we were talking and getting to know each other, uh, I was like, hey I want to get involved. He's like, all right, I'll connect you, get you involved, all that good stuff. Um, and I was like, yo, what is it that you do for work? He's an aircraft technician. He, no, he's low-key in some ways, I guess, looks like my dad. 
and has like he has the same name as my dad, and he does the same shit that my dad does for work. And I'm like, this is such a small world. So we crack jokes on that. Um, and the guy's really cool, man. Like really, really cool. So he sends me invitations a lot to different events that are going on with the Mastriano campaign because of you know elections is coming up in what? Yeah. Uh, November. So he's like, yo, there's a gun show going on. Do you want to volunteer? What? Yeah, I want to volunteer. Um, went over there. We had a table set up. It was at a hotel pier in um, Travose. Travose, I never said the name right. And uh, yo, man, it was dope. It was cool because, so I sit there. It was just me and him at first, right? And I'm like, hey, let me go explore a little bit. So I went to go. In, I went inside to go explore. And uh, the first table I came across, actually, I need to find the name of this guy because this guy's awesome. So the first table I came across was this guy who, he makes his own knives, right? He has, like, I kid you not, he has, like, the most Viking look ever. And I'm going to get him on a podcast. We got to interview him because we got to talk about some stuff with him. He is oh, a and, yeah. oh, and sorry. And to, since oh. you're saying about bringing somebody in, I do have a guy um, no. that actually works with me at the dealership. And he actually was, he's retired for law enforcement. And yeah. he sat down with a couple of of important people in the government that were doctors um, oh, about COVID. Yeah. So definitely want to bring them on just so Do you know. not hype us up. If we want to deliver, make sure we deliver because that sounds really badass. I want, I want to hear that. We'll talk about that. We definitely have he to just talk do, He just that. doesn't want to reveal his identity because like he's tied with like some crazy people. But, um, we'll but yeah. We'll do one of these. We'll do one of these. Can't see yeah, we'll do know. one of those for sure. Yeah, I told him I was like, we'll work out the details and that shouldn't be a problem. But I definitely want to get him on because he's he's I was having some I was having a conversation with him at lunch. And dude, yeah. I'm like, I gotta get you on. So we exchange numbers and it's gonna happen. So I'll, I'll talk to you yeah, more man. about that. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Because we need we need to have interesting people like that. And you know, I love that, right? We there's so much people that have so much knowledge and things. And I think we can bring those on bring them on to be able to express and share what they know for others to kind of like have people wake up or be informed or know what's really going on right so yeah let's get that going we'll talk about that um so yes yeah, so i'm in the gun show um i met the guy who owns this company here matter of fact i'm gonna say, i'm gonna show you his website real quick and the reason why i want to share it is because okay can you see my screen over here awesome. yeah yeah, so this is his page. He he makes all these knives here. Like this is all his stuff, right? All crazy blades and and all stuff. He does a lot of like tactical. I mean, the guy is shredded. This guy is like no fucking joke. You meet him, you see all the like. This is his hand right here, all the tattoos on there, and he just has like he's a like, he has that like okay, this is a badass dude look, right? Um, and in a conversation, you know, after we started talking, I was like yo, bro, this is cool. What you got going on here? Our conversation unfolded into a little bit of his background. He was, uh, I believe he was an EMT, served in the military. You know, he has his combat experience as well, years of martial arts. Um, and one conversation that really stuck out between him and I, we were talking about the whole masculinity thing. How, mm -hmm. you know, we want to be toxic. <laughs> like, fuck it. We don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. You know what I'm saying? We're men and we're going to be men and we're not going to shy away from our natural order of being a man, right? So we went into some deep conversations there. After passing his table, uh, you know, I met plenty of people there that was just like, dude, it's so diverse here, so cool. The people here just, you know, when you have the discussions in regards to how they feel about what's going on, everybody feels the same way, man. People are just pissed off and tired of the bullshit, you know? Um, and we got into deep conversations when it comes from when it comes from obviously uh, 
Dumbo Biden over there and the corruption that's going within the ATF and FBI and all this other stuff. People are concerned. People are concerned. People are pissed off. People are just not going to deal with it no more. I know myself, I'm just fucking over it. I'm done. I'm just not tolerating it. Especially now they're taking my, you see now they're taking my post down again, right? Dude, they're on, they're riding your ass, boy. I'm like, they're never going to bother me. I got less than 200 followers. I'm a small account. They don't give a shit up on me. They got bigger fish, you probably. Bro, wake up, post taken down. You're not allowed to do this now. Another post. And a lot of the posts are from like a year ago, right? They're not even frequent, like recent ones. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to step it up a notch and I'm going to give them more content that gives them a reason to take it down because I know that it's good for people to hear because people need to listen to this and uh, they don't want people to hear it, you know, because they just fact checking or whatever the fuck it is, right? I just feel like the more that they do that, though, it's like they're validating what everybody's been saying for the past two years about the censorship and all the tyrannical measures that social media has been taking. So I, like I said, I listen, let them keep doing it. We're going to keep coming back with Instagram platforms. So let me, let, gonna... me tell you, let me tell you something, man. You know, when people tell me, it's like, oh, they're not censoring people. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, hard for me to believe you because I'm experiencing it firsthand. Like seriously, it's, it's not even just there. Excuse me. It's not like they're just taking anything down. You know what I'm saying? Well, kind of are, I guess. Because the stuff they're taking now, these, these are stuff that was covered in the mainstream news. This is stuff that came out. This is not stuff that I just pulled out my ass and say fucking reptiles are coming out the ground and attacking people and shit. It's none of that stuff. This is stuff that's actually, you know, being expressed by our leaders or, or news stations and all this stuff. So for you to take it out and say, um, this is not factual. I'm like, well, are you calling off CNN and, um, you know, fact-checking them? Because one, you know, this case in particular, I heard it from them or... Fox News or whatever, you know? So I know it's not about facts. I know it's just to suppress the voice of others because it doesn't uh, line up with their agenda and shit. 100%. And I just think yeah. if people just still trust the media at this point, like I just, I don't I don't even feel bad for I you. Know. I just think you're just plain stupid. <laughs> I just, if you haven't been, it's just clear you haven't been paying attention and you honestly have no idea what well, the hell's going on. It's just um, your apathy is what's really going to yeah. cost us the, this country. So remember that. When uh, when we're fighting over a can of beans, just know I'm going to beat your ass up and I'm going to steal your fucking can of beans, bitch. Just know that. That's a bold claim. You better be getting that training in. You heard of me? You better get that training yeah. in. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. I, just haven't, I, I just haven't found any classes in Fort Myers. So if anybody can recommend any classes. Um, tactical, you know what you know? What? I guarantee you for sure if you find like a Facebook. Oh, you're not on Facebook, are you? Mm-mm. Oh, fuck. Okay, never mind. Um, well, you know what? I'll, I'll see if I ask him. I'm going to ask my buddy see if he knows people out there. Because I know there's for sure there's some in Florida. You might have to take the trip to Miami, but it's like me. Like, I have to take a bit of a trip uh, to get to the course. It's totally worth it. Yeah, a couple for sure. Hours, it's not like you're going there for a half hour. Totally worth it. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, the, <clears throat> it's like they're taking this stuff down. And I'm like, bro, like, this is. This is just making me want to see more, honestly, because I'm just fed up with it. You know, I'm tired of um, I'm tired of people saying that they're mad and they're angry, but they're not saying nothing or doing anything. And, you know, of course, social media you can only do so much, but we're not only doing social media. We're on a podcast. You know, we're talking what we can. We're sharing whatever we know. Um, and I'm out there, man. I'm out there with campaign people actually sharing the word. So another part of the whole event there, I'm at the event. I'm talking to a lot of people. I'm very social. I'm, I'm not shy away from speaking to people. 
So I met people really cool. We talked stories, exchanged stories. Um, and a lot of people from Jersey and New York were there. And it's like, man, you're, it sucks that you're over there. You can't ex, you know, exercise your freedoms legally. Well, to their terms, legally, whatever. Um, I'm like, you know, to their knowledge, you can't exercise your rights. I'm like, yeah, it's trash and all this. I'm, in my head, I'm like, man, I'm grateful I came to Pennsylvania, man, because, you know, I, I would have been living under that too. And I was at a point where I didn't care what rules are around. I'm going to protect my family, you know? So as I'm moving through, I go back to my table and check this out. You know, we're just talking and the guys I was on there were awesome guys, man. Good group of guys. Uh, but we weren't really giving pamphlets or anything so me being me, I just grabbed the stack of them like, hey, this is for Doug Mastriano in 2022. Look, take a look at this. Take a look at that. So in that, it sparked so many conversations with so many people, some really interesting people. And the sentiment is the same with a lot of them, man. They're just tired of this shit going on, you know? A lot of them, too, they're not, you know, they're labeled Republicans because you know, they're supporting Republicans, but, you know, they're, they're more like libertarians, majority of the people I spoke to, they just want to be left alone. They don't want to pay taxes. They want to keep their guns and they want to build a better future for their families. Like that's just the general theme. The thing is though, if you, if you believe in all of that, apparently you're considered far right because you're not going through with the leftist agenda. So that's, that's basically what's happening right now because they want to create all that division and keep on making Americans believe that it's left versus right. Instead yeah. of, you know, finding quantum ground and, and protecting America, you know? Of course. And that's all the news, man. Because a lot of the conversations we had uh, was in regards to, like, you know, podcasting, news, division. Like, how, how, like, news creates division and why podcasting is, like, the way to go. And what I was saying, what I mean by that. Well, I was telling them, I was like, you know, you know, I don't listen to CNN. I don't listen to MSNBC. Uh, even Fox, like, bro. Even Fox. Yeah, so I, was, I, and I even told I told them that. And they kind of looked, some people kind of looked at me weird. So I don't even listen to Fox, not even Newsmax, honestly. And I used to like listening to Newsmax. They're like, really? I like Newsmax. I'm like, you know, look. I agree, I, I agree with a lot of the things they're yeah. saying. But the problem is it's just the same concept. Bringing fear, bringing more fear. It's like they, they just hype up the fear of things. They take it way beyond what it is. And it just makes, I just feel like it creates more anger, more, like you feel depressed. Like you ever walk, go a day watching news, like for a couple of, or a couple of days watching the news and you're just like, oh, fuck, man. And then you stop watching the news. It's like, yo, the world is beautiful right now. Everything looks good. The sky is blue. The birds are out, you know? I agree. Yeah. I mean, listen, they're a part of the play. I personally believe that because Fox News, what, there's a few, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie though. There's a few people on there that they don't participate in that nonsense. But, yeah. but, um, some of the people like, I'm kind of disappointed in, in Sean Hannity because literally all he does is like, Oh my God, look what they're doing. But, that's but there's no mean. fucking that's, solution. Nothing. That's exactly what kills me and pisses me off. I'm just like, you know, it's like, it's the same thing over and over again. And you guys just talk about the same thing. Look, podcasting is my favorite. Okay, mm -hmm. my f number one podcast right now is uh PBD podcast, Patrick Bit David's podcast. I generally I feel like Patrick Bit David is somebody who literally is positioning himself to really, really become a heavy influence in this country. Okay, like I'm not, I'm not saying he's just going to be a re just a guy in the podcasting world. No, no, this man is going to he's going to change a lot of things here. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the story behind it, but I believe he's a, he was Iranian. I uh, lived in refugee camps. 
uh, lived in Germany, they came to the States, build the future. And they came out because there was a war where they were at and there was like bombs dropping. I mean, this man been through some stuff. Came to the United States, built a multi-million dollar um, insurance company and sold it for, I believe, over $225 million. And now starting, starting his own media company called Valuetainment. And it's awesome. The content, the people on there, they're all fantastic people. I've met people who work really close to them. Great, great group of people. And when he's on there, man, like they share news, right? They share a lot of news. However, when the news they share, it's not the way the news approaches it. The way they approach it is that they bring people from all all sides. Like recently, they brought in the Hodge twins. That was an awesome episode. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I like they them. brought. Yeah, they brought in. They brought in actual communists, actual like Marxism, actual. And they brought them in, let them share their part, and he debates them on that. And you know it, that's. And good how does that turn out? It I'm turns curious. out awesome. You know why? Because now you're in a place where it's like it's not a news anchor just telling you why you should hate these people. It's not that. What it is is somebody having a conversation with somebody who actually believes that. And when they're having that conversation going back and forth, you yourself are able to make the decision of what makes the most sense. Right? Because now you're hearing it from the mouth of the people who actually believe it, not just from the ones who are against it. So he brings people on like that. And I'm like, bro, this is awesome, man. Like, I love hearing this. He's one of them. Um, the, what's the name of the lady that's running against the Santis for the governor? Uh, see, uh, <laughs> Nikki Freed. Yes, yes. But that listen, disgusting listen. bitch. Okay, yes. What about her? <laughs> he bought her on. He bought her on. Okay, and I'm like, all right, cool. So he brings on like I'm telling everyone, he's a big Desanti supporter. Uh, but he bought her on. Let her share her piece. Let her show what why she's running. You know what she stands for and all this stuff. By the end of the podcast, I was just like, all right, I'm tapped out from her. Not from him, from her. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she just like. He lies she, a lot, bro. No, he even she tried. Was, she even yeah. tried. Sorry. She even tried oh, getting yeah. on. C. It's just I have the. I hate her. She literally gets on CNN and she starts like throwing shit about DeSantis. Obviously, CNN is leftist, but she starts throwing jabs about DeSantis. And even one of the news anchors on CNN, which actually surprised me because I saw the clip. Um, it says, um, you're saying this, but actually DeSantis did this. So what are you yeah. talking about? Like, you know what? Yeah. It's it's crazy. And it's funny because I believe Patrick Bedeva has actually even said some stuff about how CNN, they've made some changes, man, in the way they're they're reporting. I don't watch them, so I don't know. Because it, um, looks like, it looks like there's some internal changes going on, which is good because they're fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> because the thing is, they got, a new, they got a new buyer. That's what happened. Okay, that's why. So, yeah. and hopefully, you know, you know, I mean, God bless, man. I hope, hopefully they turn things around to pick up on all their mistakes and, you know, actually report and not just sit there and just talk shit, you know? And that's for any news station. So he brings her on. And when he brings her on, they the way they share, you know, the com they have the conversation, it's just like, man, I could make my decisions a lot clearer here than watching the news. Because the news makes me like, yo, I just want to punch all these people in the face. You know what I'm saying? I don't like them. And and you got to really just like tone it down and step away from that because a lot of times the shit they're saying is not as bad as it is, right? Or it's not what they're saying it is. So when you listen to podcasts where people bring them on, challenge these people in themselves, or, you know, like Joe Rogan is another example, right? Joe Rogan brings all kinds of people on there. You hear all different opinions and you could make up your own decision. Who's crazy? Who's not crazy? Uh, Russell Brand. So I don't know if it's true. When he said, I think he mentioned it. You've heard Russell Brand? I no. like I like his, his no. stuff. 
from what I heard, from what I heard, uh, somebody was telling me I haven't heard the episode yet. He had made an announcement. He might bring on, I think, Elon Musk. Uh, he might bring on, from what I heard, uh, Donald Trump too. Uh, even Bernie Sanders, like all these people. I'm like, yes, man. Like me and me and Russell Brando see 100% eye to eye. For you know what? I respect them with everything, bro. Because the way he approaches things, man, is just like that's yeah, what I like about him. Yeah, he's just questioning. And I'm like, this is. Mm-hmm. This is great. This is what we need. This is what we need. Not not that shit on the news with the breaking news. You know, uh, fucking Hunter Biden went and got fucking put crack up his ass. You know, like. <laughs> and you know, you know what I would really like um, yeah. is for the presidential debates to change. So imagine if Joe yeah. Rogan did the debate oh, yeah. between Joe Biden and Trump. I think it would have been different. That's you know, it's funny that you say that because Patrick McDavid, he's he's been a big big uh, advocate for that. Changing the format of the of the way the debates are, bring them on a podcast on like a five hour format. Not even not just like you got thirty seconds to talk. You got thirty seconds to talk. No, we got time. You're gonna say your piece, and you're gonna say your piece. And your people stay the fucking like five buildings away. Like it's just us three, okay? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, no, that's how pieces, I want. No, anything. You know, it's just here. It is. The person ask the questions. Person needs to remain neutral. Let them hash it out. But it's not going to be, you got 30 seconds. Okay, so I got to tell you about the economy and the war and all this other stuff in 30 seconds. That's not a lot of That's time. That's not realistic. No. So now you get now in, in a podcast scenario, hey, you got, yo, you got like 10 minutes. Go ahead. Just say it. And especially, and especially like, look at the, at the debates, how it happened in the last presidential election. They were heavily biased. They didn't let Trump talk for shit. Well, uh, come on now. So uh, now in itself, like, they were biased. I do agree with that. Uh, Trump, Trump, I feel like the first one, he lost that one, man. He lost that one because yeah. he was his own enemy. He was yeah, his own I, enemy. I, I agree with that. But, like, yeah. what I mean, what I mean that they didn't let him talk so much is, um, how can I, let me rephrase the way I said that. It's more so because I felt that the media was backing Joe Biden in those debates. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Versus trump like they were they were just making like it was just on stage it was happening in the moment they were just making trump look like shit and putting joe biden on a pedestal it was so blatant and obvious that it was so unneutral and i agree i i agree with that when i watched that i was like this is bullshit you know i was pissed off because i'm like i was like fuck trump i mean like dude like sometimes you just fuck yourself over bro because you could have totally won that whole debate if you would have just you know Cooled it, cooled it, it down, you know. I'll put it that yeah. way. Different However, I do agree. You know that that's no doubt. And changing the format of it will be very, very, you know, beneficial, right? I feel like as people, I'm okay with listening to. A, dude, the other day, again, Patrick, but Dave, I'm gonna use him as a lot of example because he's man. I'm telling you, he's look. He's also interviewed ex mob mem like mobsters, um, ex like drug dealers. Like that worked with the cartels. He's a like all these people. Like he has interviewed insane amount. I promise you, Captain. If you go down his podcast list, you'll be like, "Holy shit, this is crazy." So, and that means with that being said, you know, um, shit, I lost my train of thought there. But um, go ahead. Let, no, me, let me take a couple. You were talking about um, the Doug Mastriano, but you were also saying uh, we were no, also no, getting no, into I'm the conversation. No, oh. I'm gonna get back to that part. Okay. I mean, in regards to Patrick Bidet, I was gonna mention something else there. Um, so yeah, so the, the format that, you know, he's been an advocate of bringing that format up there and I'm like, you know, this is, this is really, really good. We need that type of format and bring them on because, oh yeah, there we go. Now I remember, sorry. So he did an episode, you know who Andrew Tate is? I've heard of him. Yes. Okay. 
Andrew Tate has been somebody who's, I guess you could call him controversial, um, because he's just been he's blunt about the way he talks about men and how men should be and all this other stuff. And some of the stuff is brutal, man. It's like, oh, my God, that's cringe, but it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't be soy boys, bro. We got to become men, and and that's tough. And like, I had nobody teach me to be a man. I had to teach myself. Many of us are in the same path. And he's just like, he is completely uncensored. So social media just, like, demonetized him and blocked him. He was, the, like, Trump, like, taken off completely. So because he's taken off completely, I believe Rumble might bring him on, on or they already have a deal to bring him on for a few million. Patrick David did a five-hour episode with him. Or four hours and like forty something minutes, whatever, same shit. Um, episode one, podcast episode, answer, asking all kinds of. If you guys haven't heard this interview with Andrew Tate and even yourself, Catherine, I highly suggest it. It's five hours long, so I don't know what your times would look like. Maybe listen and walk around. I don't know, but when you hear it, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" Like this is the type of quality content he puts out. So I'm like, you know, if I'm willing to listen to a five-hour conversation with Andrew Tate, I'm definitely going to be okay. And I know many people are too with a five-hour podcast when it's two presidential candidates just hashing it out. Can you imagine Gary Newsom and DeSantis? Oh, shit. Oh, my God, bro. I, that's an episode I would... Dude, I'm going to grab my popcorn, roast a filet mignon, like have some mac and cheese on the side, and I'm just going to start watching that. <laughs> that's going to be a fucking bloodbath for... Um, I mean, DeSantis will crush it, dude. DeSantis is, like, the first politician that I've ever looked at, and I'm like, yo, like, no lie, bro. I, re- I actually, in certain ways, I admire the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's that kind of man, and, and it's insane, because I've never, you know, there's always leaders and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that guy is awesome. has these, all these attributes. But DeSantis, I mean, like, what he did with Martha's Vineyards and this other stuff, which we can get into in a minute. Bro. Um, martha's vineyard hold on did you hear did you hear the the diss that he said about gavin newsom um because of the whole martha's okay so we know what DeSantis did like i said we're gonna talk about it later uh but he basically was answering gavin newsom because gavin newsom was complaining that he sent all the immigrants to martha's vineyard and then later DeSantis goes um, you know, you know what happened with Gavin Newsom? I think his hair gel just got to his oh. head because he doesn't make any sense. Something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, I'm like, I, know what turns I did hear that. <laughs> no, it's like, well, before I go back to the gun show conversations, like Gavin Newsom has that like evil villain look. Yeah, like, he does. Just like the people from like the world. What's his name? Um, shit, the guy that leads the WEF. You know, oh, man. Klaus Schwab. Yeah, just like him. Like they have the villain look, man. Like that evil. Like, hey, yo, we need like we need a fucking we need Goku to come here and just like eliminate them. I feel <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No. I I would say Klaus Schwab has like an evil look, but el tiene el tiene una cara de baboso. Like <laughs> shit, she spoke Spanish, y'all. And you see, she's serious. It's real, fucking real. No, it's la verdad. It's for real. I must be trying to show. It's not fucking verdad. Cara baboso. Like, seriously, how these Gavin Newsom looks a little bit more evil. Like, Klaus Schwab just looks like his face is droopy. (laughs) He looks like the human cousin of a bulldog, like, literally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. All right, we talk Spanish. We talk Spanish. We talk shit in Spanish about Gavin Newsom. But, yeah, fuck up. He's an asshole. So, back to the gun show. show. So, talking to the people, it's like, 
I'm telling them, you know, the new new stations. It's just like it's like fear mongering, and you know, it's just like it's very biased in, in either way. Podcasting, as we just shared a couple examples, um, it's it's a more neutral space that I find. You know, like for somebody like Russell Brand to say Trump, to, and I think I heard that right to bring Trump on. To me, that's huge. I'm like, yo, it's not like Russell Brand is a Trump supporter because he's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he does look at what's going on and he calls out the bullshit when he needs to call it, which is why people respect him. Um, I think he's gonna I think his channel is just gonna keep getting even bigger, right? And people were like, you know, thinking about it, and like, you know, you're right. It's like just check it out, man. I gave them I gave some of these people podcast names, and as I'm doing, I'm like, yo, this is just this is gonna be part of the future at some point. You know, I'm not gonna say news are gonna phase out, but if news stations don't start finding ways to, uh, don't start finding different ways to deliver the news, they're gonna they're gonna become irrelevant. <laughs> and the reason why is because, well, most people I know that are like in my age group or younger don't really pay attention to these people. It's mostly older people that watch the news. Yeah. You know? So when the time comes and those people start phasing out, then it's like, what are you guys gonna do? Because we're tired of your shit. You know, so I, I, and I think podcast is going to be the way podcasting is getting so much more. What is it? I think Joe Rogan, um, I think even Andy Frisella has like more listeners than some of these new stations have watchers. You know, Joe it, Rogan it, has it, like 11.3 million or something like that. I could be wrong. Could be more. Well, what I appreciate about Joe Rogan is like Joe Rogan doesn't like mark himself as like the smartest man out there. He's a smart man, obviously. You know, but he does, you know, he, the way he talks about it, so he's like, I'm just, it's almost like him saying, I'm just a regular dude. You know, I just started doing a podcast and it started from a small podcast and now I'm here. <laughs> you know, he's like one of the vo- most necessary voices in the, in the center in this lifetime. Very, very influential. Very, very important. You know? So yeah, guys, podcasting, fuck the news, listen to podcasting. There's so much more value that you'll get on there than you'll get watching uh, Newsmax, CNN, whatever, all day long, and just like fucking spoiling your brain into mush. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that man. So it was good, man. The gun show was awesome. Met some great people. We're gonna have some guests on here, and um, the next part too is that next weekend, I'm potentially gonna. Well, not potentially. Sorry, I'm gonna meet the Doug Mastriano firsthand, right? And that's gonna be exciting. Because he's doing a rally in uh, here in Pennsylvania, and I'm going to volunteer on it. And the guy that's going to have me on there, he knows him personally. So he's like, yo, I'll put you on there so you can meet him. I'm like, yes. That's because I want to question him, you know. Um, I want to I wanna see how, who he is as a man. There's one thing when you see him on TV. Um, it's another thing when you meet them in person. You know, I do have some concerns, and I was telling the guy, Ronnie, who was with today, about him. And some of the concerns are nothing like crazy. Could cost him the election, in my opinion. Um, but he, it's just something that he needs to change. And what is that? Bro, Democrats, and I've told everybody at the place that we were at today when we were talking to people, I was like, Democrats, well, to their credit, they're aggressive. And they're organized. Exactly. We need to be that same way. If that's what they're going to fe- throw over to us, we need to throw it over to them. Too. I'm not saying be violent. That's not the part I'm talking about. No, absolutely what I'm talking not. about is like being in people's faces and actually sharing and be like, yo, this is what's going on having to support them and all this stuff. You know, um, Mastriano, from what I understand, he doesn't have really ads going on right now. And I'm sitting there like, why wouldn't you have ads going on? Like Shapiro, bro, if I turn on the TV, I'm seeing two Shapiro uh, commercials pop up. 
Dr. Oz, who's running as a Republican, he has ads going on. Fetterman, ads going on. The only ones I don't see is Mastriano. Matter of fact, I wouldn't have known about Mastriano if it wasn't because of gun, gun owners of America sharing that they're, you know, they're endorsing him. If it was because of that, I probably would have never heard about him until I would have gotten the ballot. Because when the debates were going on with the Republicans that I saw, he wasn't on there. So I'm like, dude, like, you know, this man, from what I've heard from people who know him, say that he's a great man. And I'm going to take the word for it because they're awesome people who I speak to. But the thing is like, dude, despite him being a great man, that's not going to matter if he's not getting people's faces. Like somebody today approached him, and not Mastriano, the guy that I was with. He's like, yo, you know, uh, Mastriano needs to show face in, in Philadelphia. That's a big city, you know? You know, It's not good enough just to knock on doors and get some bags and, and just take a survey. He needs yeah. to actually go there and speak to the people. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, dude, I'm surprised he hasn't done that. It's like one of the biggest cities, not the biggest cities in Phil- in Pennsylvania. Damn, but that's crazy, though. Like, why wouldn't he have commercials? That's like that's like a big question mark for me. Apparently, apparently they have a plan and it's a budget thing. Because Shapiro has raised like over $20 million. I'm pretty sure we all know where that's coming from. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's getting money. He's a Democrat. He's way in bed with all these people. So he's getting all kinds of donations, right? Mastriano mm-hmm. hasn't gotten that many donations compared to Shapiro. So I think it's just a budgeting thing. I'm not sure. But, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, okay, if that's the case, then we need to be more, we need to change strategy. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen Saturday and meet him, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not the type to just keep my mouth closed. And I don't know all the internal stuff that's going on in the campaign because I'm not working, like, really with their logistical stuff and all the operational side. But um, I am going to share my opinions, and hopefully I get an answer from him, which, you know, I've heard he's a good guy, man. I've heard he does speak. Uh, he will speak, so let's see, you know, because I'm concerned. It's like, look, dude, honestly, I think that if you become president, I mean president, <laughs> become governor of Pennsylvania, um, you'll be like a DeSantis for Pennsylvania. I, I genuinely think you there's a lot of potential here. Um, you know, we're going to – everybody should be held accountable when they're in office, including yourself. And I think you're going to do a great job from what I've seen from and from what I've heard. But, um, yo, we we got to change something. Because there's a lot of people who don't... Bro, when I was sent, we were giving out the pamphlets, there's a lot of people that I didn't know who Mastriano was. And if it wasn't because of the conversations we were having with them, they probably would have never knew they could have voted for the man. You know what I'm saying? Until they just would have gotten there. And, oh, there's a lot of people that are going to end up voting for him and supporting him. You know, like, in the minority groups, too. Like, I met a lot of Hispanics, I met a lot of Asians, I met a lot of black people who were like, yeah, we're going to vote for him because they know Shapiro Shapiro's about to bring over here. That motherfucker is going to be like a Murphy uh, from New Jersey over here in Pennsylvania. We don't need that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting week. Again, we so definitely, definitely let's do like a part two to that because I really want to see how that goes, especially when you meet him. I know you're going to have a lot of questions. Yeah, I have a ton of questions. So. Hopefully, you know, it's a rally. I don't know what how crazy it's going to be. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit down and actually speak to him. Probably not because everyone's going to probably want to speak to him. Um, so I want to see if I get myself in there somehow and just have a slight conversation if it means for just a you know, minute. Be like, hey, you know, this is my concerns as somebody who supports you. Um, like, I'm advocating for you. I'm speaking to everybody who can about you. I'm involved in your campaign um, like so many other people. And I, I want to see you go. I want to see you go to Lens. I believe you're what Pennsylvania needs. And my concern is that, you know, I feel like we're not being as aggressive. I feel like we need to change strategy. I feel like we need to be, uh, we're not even fair. I believe we need to be in people's faces more and not in a disrespectful way. 
but in the way they can't get away from us and they have to get informed of what you stand for, what you're going to do, what your policies are going to be about. And, you know, like that people know when they go and vote, they feel informed and confident that you're the man to go. Because even with the, you know, even within the Republican Party, when I've heard there's like a slight division where people don't want to support them, I'm like, I don't understand why. Like, yo, you know, what, what's going on here? So there are some concerning factors, but if things get pulled, I mean, you know, if their strategies work, hopefully works, then awesome. You know, it shuts me up all around. As of yeah. now, slightly concerning. Um, I do hope that they become very aggressive now that the elections are just like, what, about a month or so away. Um, it's time, man. Kick it in gear. Let's kick some ass. Let's get people informed. Let's educate as many as we can and get those people out to the to the polls because there's a lot of people that are pissed off with what's going on for right reasons, and you are someone who can deliver policies that can change that and secure our state, so you need to get this in their face so they can know that you're there and that's what you're going to do, and that's why their vote matters, and they need to vote for you. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Thursday. So talk to me So talk to me about this guy that you met that was building the border. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Talk to me about yeah. the stories that he told you, too, because you said that they were intense. I'm dying to hear this. So there was a few of them. Okay, so guys, when we were we were at the gun show. One of the guys that I was speaking to, I have a pic, I posted the picture. Oh yeah, that's how you saw. It. I posted a picture on social media. He helped build the wall, right? Like he built. I forget how many miles of it he had built up in um, where was it? Shit, I forget which part of which state he was in, and they were building that. So like, and, so wait, does did he own a company? Was he a, was he working for a company that was commissioned I he was to build one of, it? Yeah. No, I believe he owned it, and then he was one of the companies that was contracted to go do it. Oh, okay. And, bro, he was like, he was like, you know, he also served in the military. And he's like, bro, the living conditions out there were fucking worse than when I served in the military. Bro. Holy shit, for real. Talk about how, like, the water was all nasty out there. Uh, the heat was terrible. You know, it was just shitty condition, right? And <clears throat> when it comes to the walls, I was like, yo, dude, like, honestly, like, what do you, how do you feel about that? He's like, I feel like the attention is just not in the right places. It's like the big problem that's going on there is the cartels, man. The, these cartels, they just, they're, they're just smart. They're innovative in the way they do, do things. He said when he was out there, he had, um, he seen dogs with like packs on them, just running across the border with like drugs and stuff like that. Um, there was, uh, there was one story he was sharing with me where a vet, there was one veterinarian out in the area they were at that was inspecting like the animals that were coming over from Mexico here. And she was like, it was like just one veterinarian inspecting all this over there, um, letting these animals in. Bro, a veterinarian, you know that person's probably bought up by the cartel and just letting any animal in with a bunch of drugs. Because they were saying how like in some of these animals, they saw like uh, like scars, like if they had been cut open and stuff like that. So, you know, these people are not stupid, bro. They'll stuff an animal with shit with all kinds of drugs in them. Just to get it, it's not even about being stupid. Is that they're fucking monsters. How do you do that to an animal? They do it to people, too. They're fucking disgusting, man. Well, these yeah, people... I mean, obviously, obviously, yeah. But it's just like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just an animal, bro. It's just an innocent little thing, you know? Whoa, whoa, it's whoa, just, bro. I don't a know. human, bro. A human. We eat the I just cow, think about man. my dog, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't eat the human. Well, I just think about my dog. I'm sorry, you froze, so like I didn't know what you said what you just said, but I just I think about my little dog and I'm just like froze. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What did you say, though? I'm not going to repeat this. <laughs> Back to what I'm saying. Um, yes, repeat it. No, maybe it's on a video, but I'm not going to repeat it. So back to what I'm saying. <laughs> they stuff people, okay? We don't eat people, all right? And I'll leave it there. <laughs> it came out so wrong the way I say it. I get it. But... No, no, no. I can, the, what I said came out wrong. But it's oh. closed, then nothing. <laughs> then nothing was caught. So that's good. <laughs> So no, funny. but, uh, you know, just the living conditions out there were bad. Um, how they're very innovative in the way they do these, which I already know, and I've listened to enough podcasts. Uh, like, Ed Manifesto is one who shares some crazy stories in the way they do things. These people are creative, man. They're not stupid. The wall's not going to stop them. Is it going to slow them down? Fuck yeah, it is, because it's not like they could just walk through it, right? Um, but they're going to figure things out, you know? And he was talking about, like, the height of the wall they were building to, like, now they, I guess, extended the height of it to be much higher. So, well, how high is it now? He's like, well, you don't want to fall from the top. Put it that way. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. Which makes more sense than a short wall. They could just climb over and that's it. You know, I ain't going to yeah. Right. So, yeah, the conditions out there are terrible. And it's just like the same thing as we've spoken before. We need to put more of a focus on there and stop the shit that's pouring into here. The only people in, in this country right now probably hate us, like hate our guts. Not probably. That hate our guts are in this country right now. That just walked in. Yeah, members from the cartel, probably terrorists from from the Middle East too. Just terrorists from all all parts of the world. People who just hate America in general, spies from China. You never know. Think outside the box, bro. Anybody could just go through there. Yeah, it, it's crazy. So there's this video. I'm gonna see if I can find it, man. If I can find it, it'll be great. There was a video that came out not too long ago where um, cartel members, I believe it was in Arizona. I don't know if it was Arizona. They drove, They came into Arizona, and they're driving on a pickup truck with AK-47 is just on their laps. In the yes, US. I did see that. I did you see, see that. Saw that one? Yeah. It's, it's gnarly, man. Like, these people don't give no fucks, you know? And these are states, well, if I lived in one of the states near our border, you best believe, not only do I have guns, but I have all the training that I can get. Like, all the training I can get. Because if they're coming on my property, I mean, these people are not here... For the proper reasons, you know, they're coming in here with mal, with like mal, bad intentions. Sorry, with bad intentions, you know. No, for and sure. So, you know, people are gonna get laid out. <laughs> they're coming on. No, there. and and also one thing that I do wanna wanna talk about too, since we're talking about yeah. that, about the population near the border. I yeah. actually met one of my clients that flew out from Texas to come see me to buy his new car. And yeah. he drove it back home over there. So he lives close to the border. I forget what city it is. Yeah. Um, but he said that he's actually trying to move a little bit up north, like actually Dallas or, you know, Austin, just something, just way up north and away from the border. Because what he said was, because he's an electrician, yeah. um, and he says that the immigrants that are coming in, they're fucking up their economy because they, because companies prefer to pay those people that, that obviously way below minimum wage that don't have papers um obviously cheap labor and so they're stealing american jobs so you know, that's also a huge problem it's logical and it's shame on the people who are doing who are allowing it to happen you know mm -hmm. like i understand look times are tough things are expensive people want to get paid a lot there's not much money to go around to go pay people because things are getting so expensive like i understand the whole theory but it's same token if you're out there um you know, supporting those things are not helping the, the country. It's not going to get better. So a, fun, a perfect example is actually working in the restaurant industry. I remember a long time ago, somebody, we, I was having a conversation with someone 
and you know they want to be a chef or they wanted to be a chef but they didn't want to simple okay they wanted to be a chef but they were conflicted to be a chef because they were like you know hey why would i want to be a chef if i'm expecting to get paid this amount but they could just bring someone who's undocumented which in kitchens i worked on was the case pay them below minimum wage and work probably twice as much you know and i was like fuck bro that that is true i mean you know, I'm I'm the one to go work in a restaurant, bust my ass in a nice restaurant just to make twelve dollars an hour. You know, like if I bust my ass, especially if I went to culinary, I didn't go to culinary school. These people went to culinary school. You went to culinary school, you came out with that debt for the school. You want to become a cook or chef, whatever. You know, just to get paid crap. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's fucked uh, up. Yeah, it, it's crazy, and I do pray that we put like more of an emphasis on like you know securing the border and stuff like that. And having a conversation with them, it's like, yo, it's just the same thing I've seen everywhere. It's just, it's not the greatest conditions. I would honestly, I would not want to live close to the, on the border. You don't know who you don't know who's coming over the border, and I understand that sometimes people may say, um, you know, you have to be human and all that stuff. I completely understand, but I literally, I'm sorry. My father escaped communism. He immigrated to America the right way, and to me, it's an insult to him how easy it is to get in here to the US. And then especially like, we don't know who it is. I get it that there's a time to be empathetic. I mean, I feel bad for, for the good yeah, people that saying. are trying to come here and, and you know, they want to give a better life for their children. I completely understand that. My dad, my dad yeah. did that so I can talk about it. So, yeah, yeah. It, but at, but at the same time, you have to do it the right way. There's customs in this country that need to be respected that right now, where the situation that we're in right now as a country is because our customs are not respected. You know what it is that the Star Spangled Banner, you're not, it's not even sung in, in schools anymore. I remember getting up at 8.30 in the morning on the fucking dot with my hand over my chest with the Pledge of, with the Pledge of Allegiance and also singing the Star Spangled Banner every fucking morning. That's not in there anymore. The pride of America is gone. And it's like, and I mean, I feel like it's making a huge comeback because I think a lot of people are starting to realize what's going on, but there are customs in every single country. Why do you think in Switzerland, it's hard to, it's hard to immigrate? Why do you think um, in other countries, it's hard to immigrate? Because there's customs that need to be respected. People have empathy for immigrants, but also at the same time, there's, there's other cultures that'll come in and then they're going to start diluting the whole that like the whole nation, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, like I said, this country is founded upon like the difference of beliefs, difference of religion, like, that's what America is. Um, but I feel like that's not being respected. I feel like people are bringing in their customs. And then later, that's it. They're not respecting our country. So why the fuck are you here? Like you want to yeah. be you're coming from somewhere else and you want to be a communist, get the fuck out of here. You don't belong here. Bro, that's that's where I'm trying to say. Shit is just so messed up in so many ways here. You know, like, I don't understand. Like, you're right. You know, like, why are you here? You know, people, I was thinking about this, what, two days ago. How, you know, people won't say they're proud to be Americans, but they're proud to be from wherever they're at. They're so pride, so prideful of it. They, they love it and all this other stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. Why don't you? And they weren't them? even born there. Uh, that's, that's like, that's like, that's the funny part. Week, or more than a month. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. You're so proud. It's like, I understand you're proud of your roots and all that. Like, I respect that. I'm proud of my roots, I guess, too. I've lived in Ecuador. You know, it's a beautiful place. I loved it. Would I go back and live there? Fuck no. I think America's a way better country. And not only do I not even think, I know it's a way better country, safer, 
compared to what the shit I've seen out there, right? Uh, there's more opportunity, which we don't have. They don't have a lot of people don't have where I would live that. And uh, the crime, I mean, not, I can't say the same for now, you know. But first hand experience, man, it's just it wasn't it wasn't kind out there, you know. And I'm like, yo, why would you want to live in a country that you don't like? And why wouldn't you, like why wouldn't you make the effort and go live in a place that you're so prideful to be from, right? So like, let's say, uh, hey, you know what? Oh, I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, for real? You've been to Puerto Rico? You lived in Puerto Rico? No. Were you born in Puerto Rico? No. All this other stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, it's like, you know, you, you love Puerto Rico so much or, you know, you hate this country. So I met people like that. You hate this country, but you love Puerto Rico so much. It's a beautiful island. Nice beaches out there. Why don't you just grab your stuff and move out there and be happy? Exactly. Why but stay here they... and be miserable? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I some people's circumstances with family. Okay, I can understand that. I have a friend who wants to move back to Jamaica. He's proud to be Jamaican. He actually came from Jamaica. Right. Mm -hmm. And his, you know, and I respect him because you know, honestly, he's just not, he's like, he doesn't like it here and he wants to go back to Jamaica and he's going to go back to, he's saving up his money. He's putting shit together. He's getting what he's nice. He's going to grab him and his daughter going to go back to Jamaica. You know what, bro? All the power to you. You're going to a place you're going to be happy that you're going to love. I respect that. Right. Yeah. Not, and then you put just, your money where your mouth is. Exactly. You're not talking shit. You know, you're, you actually love this place and you want to go because you love it so much, dude. I'm fuck, fuck yeah, go be happy. Go and be happy. You know, I'm, I There's... love the dude. I talk to him all the time, and I have not no problems with that whatsoever. Would have been a different conversation if he said so much shit, but you're not making no effort to go over there. So, oh, because of this. So, okay, cool. So, you don't want to leave because, you know, you got a good ear, right? So, how about no, you stop talking shit and just be proud that you were from a place where, you know, you got a good compared to other other places. Oh, for sure. And there's a reason why those same countries that people like to say that they're from actually fly our flag. There's a reason for that, well, um, which, which they don't talk about that. There's not a question that well. triggers me more than someone telling, asking me where I'm from. Like they, there's not a question that triggers me more than that. Especially well, like yeah. I say, I'm, it, it annoys me. I don't know. Like people are like, um, I have like the, some of these, some of these people at the dealership, like they ask me, they're like, oh, where are you from? And it's and it's the Hispanic ones. That's what bothers the shit out of me. It annoys me. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, they're like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, I'm American. They're like, they're like, yeah, but where are you from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, let me rephrase that. The first time that you asked me, okay, that's fine because you genuinely want to know, like, you know, if I'm from here or not. But yeah. when I say I'm American, and they're like, oh, yeah. but you look Hispanic, I'm like. I was born in New York City. Yes. Do you want to know where my parents are from? That's a better question. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I say. You know what? Like the other one is, hey, what's your nationality? Uh, Bro, I hate from, that shit. From the United States. American, bitch. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm from the United States or, you know, from the U.S. <laughs> hey, what's your nationality? Bro, I'm from the U.S. Yeah, I mean, like, you're Latino, right? I, my family, yeah, my family came from Latin American. Oh, yeah, so where are your family from? Oh, you, you met my family. Okay, my, my mom and my dad is from Brooklyn. Oh, but uh, so, so, you know, like, they're trying to get it on me. Like, bro, like, you, bro. like, if you want me to go back, fine. My grandfather, my grand, my grandfather, grandfather, my grandfather from my mom's side from Ecuador. Uh, we lived in Ecuador, too. And then from my father's side, you know, from Honduras. That's what you want to know? Fucking, maybe the better question is, where you're, where you're you know, where do you descend from or, or whatnot? Where's your ancestors from and shit? Like, it's well, crazy. Like, on... people don't understand that word. They're like, what's the nationality? That's like, well, I, I'm from the States. Like, this is where I'm born. This is where my citizenship is. This is where I live. 
Like, what the fuck do you mean? Well, from Ancestry.com, the DNA test that I took, I guess I'm 2% from here and 3% from there. Is that what you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, my, my grandparents are from there. If you, you know what? It seems like you so much want to know where I'm from, I guess, whatever. I'm like some percent Mexican as well. And, and I have roots even in Africa. Literally, like my, I have an uncle who did the, what's it called? The DNA test went out, and I found out we have family from out there. So I'm like, all right, cool. There you go. And now you know. Like, I, I, I'm from all over the planet. <laughs> I'm from Earth. You know, yeah, that's basically. Be, that's going to be my next answer is like, <laughs> you know, where are you from? I'm from the U.S. Oh, but where are you from? Like, I'm from planet Earth. <laughs> where, from where planet from? Earth. <laughs> I'm from planet Earth. I'm not a Martian, okay? Let, let me live. <laughs> that's all I got to oh tell you. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, there's a lot of things that are twisted, but whatever, man. You know, honestly... Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this podcast at this. 2022 is a very important year. A lot of important things happen are happening. I'm confident Florida's gonna stay where it's at with DeSantis. I'm, I don't think that's gonna change. Uh, DeSantis, yeah, DeSantis is just yeah, he's proven. Uh, Pennsylvania, I'm concerned, and I'm hoping for the best. If if, if Mustard doesn't win, bro, I already I've made the decision. Mustiana does not win. I'm out of Pennsylvania. I'm not going to deal with Shapiro's bullshit. Are you moving to Florida? That's the idea. That's the goal. Um, But Florida is like, I've heard, you know, all the northern birds have gone out there right now. And it's like. Oh, no. But trust trust me, though. Like, I know know it sounds scary. I know it does. But I'm going to be honest with you. I've met a lot of people through conversation, um, especially at my dealership. A lot of the people that have brought car that bought cars from me. Um, are a lot of people that are moving from up north, from Connecticut, from Chicago. And, you know, like we we start getting into the conversation because I, I'm just curious, you know, um, like, hey, so so why is it that you're coming down here? It was an elderly couple from Chicago that broke my heart. They're like, listen, we love living in the city. It was gorgeous. But the thing is that the that the politicians over there, they're shitheads. And there's a lot of crime going on. People are getting killed. Um, yeah. People close to us are getting killed. And it's like, no, we want to move. We want to move oh. to a red state and we're going to support the red state. I have the internet, one of the internet managers that just got hired. Um, yeah. I asked him, I'm like, hey, so why did you move from Chicago? He's like, bro, last year my brother got killed. So, and he left and that, and that man left a dot, a, like a very small daughter behind and a wife. Like it's, it's bullshit, bro, you know? That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, like, man, man has a lot of crime too, right? But Chicago, for example, right now, um, I believe it's in 2021, right? I mean, sorry, 2020, 2023. Well, Miami, let let me, but before you get into that, Miami, that's also one of the reasons why I left it is turning into a shithole. Unfortunately, it did have a, um, it did have a Republican mayor before, but where I say unfortunately is because somehow a Democrat got elected there throughout last election i don't know how but that's... it could be because of the influx of people from up north coming down south it literally could be that yeah you know it could be that too and, and then also like yeah. antifa and all these people you never know look what happened in the summer of love miami was affected that's true so in um in chicago they're talking about they're calling it like the purge law i don't know if you heard about that yes yeah and i, I look at that and i'm like Bro, it's it doesn't sit right with me. You guys are not doing what, and then on top of that, you're allowing you're you're making it difficult for people to own firearms, okay? And then you're gonna allow these criminals to go out and do all this shit. Like, 
what do you guys, what, what's, what the fuck? I mean, like, I have an understanding of what's going on, right? But it, it's still like, what the fuck? You're, 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 why are we creating chaos like this? Look, check this. I'm going to show you something real quick. This guy here. Okay. This guy here. His name is Federman. Oh he's my running, God, that clown. Yeah, he's running against um, Dr. Oz right now in Pennsylvania for Senate. This motherfucker okay. is always wearing a hoodie. He's always wearing a hoodie. This motherfucker is a clown in so many ways, right? And I he's heard him talk. About, yeah, and he, yeah, he can't even. Yeah, he's just there. He's just not. He's not. He's an idiot. Either. And yeah. it's just that he wants to release. He wants to support the release of criminals out of jail. And I'm just like, bro, why? I mean, you if know, you like, look at him, he looks like a convict anyway. Well, there's a video apparently. I'm, <laughs> Excuse me, I haven't watched it or got gotten far into it, but apparently he chased down some black dude with a gun at gunpoint because I guess he thought the guy was committing a crime, and he chased him and had him at gunpoint. There was like a whole mess. There, there's also claims. Again, I'm not saying this is true because I don't personally know. This is all I've heard. Uh, it's like the tag points on him that he lived with. Like he got his money for his parents. He lived with his parents for so many years. Like this guy is just a fucking loser. A loser. Yeah, he's just a fucking loser. Running for senate. And I'm like, you know, there's people out there who really want him to, he just, like, he's the salvation of Pennsylvania, according to them. I'm like, how? Like, this is the type of man you want to look. I'm not for, I'm not a crazy fan over Dr. Oz, to be honest with you. I feel like he's going to be a fucking... No, me either. I think he's a Trojan horse. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not. But honestly, though, I'll take him over this guy, so over here. For sure. You know? So that's that. And he's supporting the same thing. I'm like, you know, at least in Pennsylvania, bro, uh, I'm strapped. <laughs> Somebody's going to try to hurt my family, bro. If I get a hold of this, you know, you better pray to God that I don't let that round out before you do because I'm protecting my family with everything I got. You know what I'm saying? So it's not going to be like Chicago where now people over there, they're going to have a hard time. It's not like here where I can I can defend myself, you know? And that's that. So, guys, we appreciate you guys very much. And if you guys heard this, man, really found value in this episode, please make sure to share this show, okay? This right now, I, you know, it's crazy. I was thinking about this today. I'm like, I was watching this video of when Joe Rogan, when he first started his podcast, and he had, like, a camera that was, like, overhand. It was, like, very, it's nothing like it this now, you know? Uh, and same thing with other podcasters. And I look at these moments, I'm like, we're, we're speaking about what's going on you know, from a point where we're just we're just sharing our opinions. That's it, right? At the end of the day, you guys make up your decisions, do your research, and, and you know, challenge us. I'm okay with that. Nothing wrong with that. But um, we're we're gonna expand this because this is important. People need to know what's happening, and the only way we grow and we're able to share more of this is by sharing the show. So if you guys know anybody who's gonna who needs to be informed, or and we shared something of value here, make sure you share this. We're going to have more stuff coming out. And we're going to have cool people. She just mentioned somebody who, I'm going to hold her to it. We're going to have her on here. And I'm going to have the guy from, uh, I believe it was it, Black Market Tactical. He's like a real-life Viking, man. That guy's awesome. I'm going to bring him on, too. He's going to share some cool shit. <laughs> so, Heck guys, yeah. I appreciate you. And uh, take care. Regulate. 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 Heard they talking spicy, time to regulate. Heard they talking about me, I'm a regulate. They don't really wanna see me regulate.